0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast show, Ladies with Chapters, where we empower, engage, and inspire women to live, love, and embrace their lives and chapter stories. I am your host, Shemaine. Good afternoon, Shalette. I am thrilled that I have the opportunity to speak with you today to learn about your stories.
1: For this interview, I'm excited to be here too. I always count it like a privilege to be able to talk to women just like me and to be on a podcast that really uplift women and inspire women. So that's right down my alley. So I'm excited to be here. So
0: Now, before we dig deep into it, I want you to go ahead and give me a walkthrough, a brief walkthrough of what got you to where you are today.
1: When you ask... How did Sherlette McCullough get here? My maiden name is Sherlette. My name is Sherlette Collier. My maiden name is Collier. So my married name is Sherlette McCullough. So how did I get here? Yeah. It's been a long road, fam. I could say that. But to get here where I am today, it took a lot of resiliency, a lot of hard work, a lot of times of being honest with myself, um, time of really dealing with my inner wounds. Things like overcoming sexual abuse, overcoming um, poverty, overcoming lack, um, overcoming a lot of things that most of us don't like to talk about, you know, a lot of shaming things, a lot of embarrassment, you know, a lot of failure too. Yes. You know, yes. And those things we don't usually highlight in our lives, you know, but when you ask that question, how did I get here? Those are the things that really come to mind. Another thing that comes to mind, Shan, when I get that question, how did I get here? A lot of prayer, a lot of perseverance, you know, my spirituality and family, you know, and really believing in what I've been taught, you know, as a young child and sticking to that, sticking to my roots. And, you know, that's how I got to where I am today, To
0: where you yeah. are today. That is yeah. awesome. And you said so much in there, going up to water and, and, yes. and going through all the things that you went through to make yeah. you who you are today. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that with me. I am, I'm so excited to talk to you about, you know, these different chapters of your life. Yes. One of them being, you are a relationship therapist and yes. life coach. Yeah. And then another being to overcome the infertility. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Absolutely, so, Shem. Yes.
0: Let's 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 take a dive into that. What were <laughs> the biggest challenge for you that you overcame the infertility?
1: So you know, Shem, usually for those of us high-functioning, educated women, successful women. We are really good at time management. We're really good at going after our goals. We're really good at really targeting what we want and going yes. after it. You know, we know how to put ourselves in the right rooms. You know, we mm-hmm. know how to code switch. We know all of that stuff. So just needless to say. in it through. <laughs> yes. We know how to set goals and go after them, right? But yes. what happens when you set the goal to be a mom and you're just not able to biologically? it sits with you totally different. You know, it gives you that feeling of failure. It gives you that feeling of who are you? What, what did you do? You know, and it carries this whole thing for me, my experience, it just carried a lot of guilt and a lot of shame. Because after you get married, I got married oh, when I was older, Sham, I got married at 35,
0: you know, yeah.
1: and at that age, you know, most of the times people in our culture they start saying, "When are you gonna have a baby?" You know. Yes, they. Mama
0: wants to see a baby. Exactly. She want to be a Grammy. Aunties, everybody is
1: looking for brands. Like, when are you have a baby, mm-hmm. like, what's next? I you know? understand. Like, you yeah, and then internally, my goal, my personal goal, if you ask me when I was younger, what I wanted to be in life was a mom. Wow. Literally, I wanted to a have che- that was a goal, a life goal for me. But then to get to this place and find out, it's just not gonna happen. After all testing, all types, of, all types of things, and it just did not happen. Although we know there are different options, right? To become a mom. But when your goal, your deep desire is to be a biological mom, and you just can't. There is an overwhelming, overwhelming feeling of depression and defeat. That just sits with you. And then you're triggered just about on a day-to-day basis because you see all of these babies. You see all these commercials. Yeah. You have people who don't yeah. know your story because you don't wear a shirt saying, I can't have children. I
0: cannot have a child. Yes. <laughs>
1: so they don't know. I'm people so, just ask you, like, when are you going to have a baby? You got to stop. And then those those trigger
0: words. Yeah. Those trigger and words hit you. That,
1: yeah. And go, I mean, and literally it shows up, showed up in my marriage too, because I started thinking like, well, what if my husband really want a baby deep down it. and he just don't want to hurt my yeah. feelings, yeah. but he really wants yeah. another kid, you know, yeah. but what happens if I can't, because, you know, as a wife, you want to be able to give your husband his desires. You want to be able to have your own families, you know, yeah. and we do have this thing, this picture that we really foster around what family, what success look like. And for most of us, it's like, you go to college, you graduate high school, you go to college. Get married. Get your job. Yes. And you get married. Yeah, you get financially stable. Then you figure out this whole relationship thing. You get married and boom, you have a baby, you know? But what happens when you have everything else? You can go after everything, but that's one thing you can't make your body do. Yeah, Yeah. So
0: let's talk about it. You what what were some of the things that Shellac did to help her cope with it that when she was going through this? What were some of the things you
1: did? You know what, Sham to start off very basically talking about it.
0: Okay. Because I think sometimes, sometimes we look
1: for like these huge things that we do, but first I just want to give that message. Let's talk about it. Okay. Let's normalize talking about being infertile, not being able to have children. Talking about it, literally talking about it, and if you don't have family members or friends, get to a professional that allow you to get that stuff out. That for me, that helped a lot to talk about it and grieve that process. Yeah, it's a loss. It's a real don't put it
0: behind you. Don't push it under the rug. Just be open about what is happening with you. Yeah, with your
1: body. Go ahead and face it. The other one is being honest with yourself about what you're feeling. The failures yeah. that you're feeling or feeling just incomplete, you know, yes. and feeling the yeah. feelings of depression and anxiety that come along with it. Just being and honest with A lot with of yourself. people.
0: Yeah. And a lot of people still cannot face situations like that because they're not being honest with themselves. They're not accepting it. They're not embracing whatever it is that they're going through. And yes. so it makes it difficult for, for you to even face it or even talk about it. I Absolutely. totally agree with you. absolutely so
1: being able normalizing and being able to talk about that and then being able to talk about your feelings around it around just what it feels because you know what sham what happens when we stuff this stuff down and don't talk about it it's going to come out somewhere Somewhere, and that could be an issue that stops you from connecting with the person that you love the person that you really want to be with but the first thing i would say is really talking about it and being honest with yourself about how you feel about not being able to have children biologically. That's the first thing. The second thing I would say is honestly, be honest with yourself again around triggers. If there are conversations, baby conversations, baby showers that really trigger you, maybe in this season, it's time for you to sit out from baby showers, to sit out from those things, to draw a boundary around that until you get yourself mentally healthy to handle that in your world. You know, but it's okay if you have to pull back from that stuff, because this is major. This isn't something that you could just roll over and like, you know, people say like, you don't it on.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Think about that. The things that you really want in life, everything else you can get, everything else you can work and get. But this is the one thing your body just will not produce, you know. And Shem, another thing I thought about, it also caused me to be upset and angry with God because I grew up in church. And wow. what we're taught in churches, you know, you release your faith. You believe God, you ask God for if it's in his will, you know, it's going to happen. It's gonna you happen, know, you get yeah. an alternative. But what happens when you do that? You sow seeds, you fast, you pray and you're believing Stay, and yeah. it's just not faith. happening. Yeah. It shakes your wow. faith. I mean, it shakes your entire foundation of who you wow. are as a human being. Yeah.
0: Yeah wow that is that that is awesome, Shalette. You said so many i mean inspiring things for others who are going through it and feel like it's it's hard for them, right yeah, and some of the things that you- ex- experience and what you've been through and how you dealt with it, and I love that one you talk about just being in- you know staying in faith where you have to be grounded yeah, in
1: that faith absolutely
0: now yes. another chapter that we're gonna hit on. Because there is two really, really, really things that we need to talk about. Your weight loss journey. And then also, we're going to talk about mental health, where yes, s- this is a topic where so many people are not talking about it today. That's true. And we have been seeing You're where right. this is hitting home, right?
1: Absolutely.
0: Let's talk about mental health. And then we're going to talk about your weight loss journey. So let's talk about mental health. Someone struggling out there. What are we telling them?
1: So I am a marriage and family therapist here in the Winter Park area. I own a practice here. And my niche, Sham, is with women and with couples. So when I say women, all issues around depression, anger, anxiety, um, bipolar diagnosis, all those diagnoses, all those things um, that an individual can experience based on trauma. So when we talk about mental health, I like to tell people, look at it from a spectrum perspective, the the shallow end to the severe end, you know? And the shallow end are those things that are mental health concerns, things around anger. There's no diagnosis for anger, but you know, that's a mental health concern. There are things that can lead to a diagnosis that anger causes, you know? So on the severe end, we talk about things like bipolar, schizophrenia, those types of things, you know? And in between there are things, but when we talk about mental health, I like to put that message out there to look at it from a, from a perspective of a spectrum. Also, when you hear mental health, think of thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. That's what makes up our mental health. Thoughts, emotions, behaviors, and how we cope with those things. So a lot of times people feel, Sham, that when they don't have a mental health diagnosis, they are healthy. Nothing is going on with me. But there can be other things going on with you that cause you to not be mentally healthy when things happen and it constantly sits on your mind, sits on your heart and it causes you to function in a different way. It causes you to
0: depression speak in
1: a different way. That's an that's an issue. You're going through. Yeah, absolutely. And being able to recognize when you're going through those things, and you know, Sham, right now we're seeing a lot of things in our world around people committing dying by suicide. You know, and people put these it's messages out. There. Yes, people, those messages out there, like, what's going on with them? What's wrong? You know, they it's help. They could have gotten help, but what happened when people experience violations from their inner circles, not people that outside yeah, of their world? But people that are in their world, what happens when you're traumatized by those people and you just lose the ability to use your coping skills? What happens there? You know, and a lot of those people who are dying by suicide, they're experiencing violations from their inner world. Those people that are close to them, you know, and they're feeling like all hope is gone. gone. So we have to change that message around. You know, why did they do that to how can we help? How can we normalize talking about anything that bothers us? Anything yeah. that causes us to be afraid, that causes us to want to withdraw, causes us to not want to eat or overeat or indulge in drugs, sex, alcohol, overindulge in those things. We have to normalize. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about yeah. those things.
0: What yeah. are some of the signs that one should look for in? maybe a family member or a friend, what are some of the signs that you would advise to look for?
1: So one of them, if they become withdrawn, if you notice that they are pulling away from everybody and they're doing their own thing and they don't want to see anybody, they don't want to talk to anyone. It's hard to get in contact with them. That is an indicator. Another one is if you find that they're being extremely irritable and For instance, if they're saying like, everybody, I'm sick of seeing people. I don't want to see people. I'm tired of connecting with people. I'm just tired. I don't want to do this. That's an indication also. If you notice a lot of crying, a lot of crying, and a lot of sadness, and they just can't get over that hump of sadness, usually you can discern. Those people that are close to you, those people that you work with, a lot of us have high discernment. You can feel when something is going on, Something's normalize, something. just checking in. You don't have to know the details. You don't have to know the details of what's going on, but trust your gut. When you feel that, uh, like something ain't right with Something Reach right. out. Yeah. 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 And you can reach out by just saying, Hey, I care about you. I just want to say, I love you. And I'm here to talk. If you want to talk about anything versus sham, what's going on with you? I just feel like something is going on. I haven't seen you. You just not looking right.
0: Approach.
1: Yeah, that could cause people yeah. to push back and like, yeah. I'm okay. Nothing is wrong with yeah. me. I'm fine. Because it's you know? the
0: self-defense. You're going to put yes. that barrier up. I'm fine. Knowing deep down inside, you know, that you're not okay. So it's yeah. the approach. I love that. Yes. Love that. Love yes. that. Awesome. Yes. 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 I know. Self- I want to hear. I want to hear. I want to hear. Take it from the top and tell me how. So, how did it all happen, and what motivated you to do this?
1: So, Sham, To be honest with you, I've struggled with obesity all of my life. I can't remember a time when I was ever thin, thin, thin. You know, so I've always had that um, issue with weight. So, okay. about eight years ago, I decided to have weight loss surgery. And okay. some people feel like you know that's cheating and all that stuff, but weight loss bariatric surgery. Is a tool because you still have to watch what you eat because sham, believe it or not, after 18 months, your stomach can expand and you can start absorbing calories at your regular rate. Wow. So that's why we see people who have weight loss surgery and be like, they gained all their weight back. It's a real thing. That's a real thing. So eight years ago, I did have weight loss surgery. At that time, my highest weight was about 300 pounds. And my lowest weight was about 170. So right now I'm sitting between 185, 190, 195. But Sham, the reason why I can keep this weight down the way that I do. One is I really changed the way that I was eating. And that is a struggle. Okay. Okay weight loss surgery it do it restricts your stomach okay it makes your stomach smaller Smaller. you don't absorb calories at the rate that you would normally right okay and as a result of that you lose weight which makes you want to move around more right so that's the formula for weight loss right so um still even with that Mm -hmm. you can still lose your motivation to work Ah. out Okay. To want to eat right. right. To want to eat things that are healthy for you. And for me, making the right food choices, it has been a struggle. And sometimes I still struggle with that. But what keeps me motivated is Mm -hmm. I want to live long, Sham. Healthy. healthy, And I want to be healthy. Yeah. Also, I had a lot of health issues around obesity. And I don't want to go back to three blood pressure pills a day. Wow. I do not want to go back to using my nebulizer every day and having to be on my rescue inhaler two or three or four or five times a day. I do wow. not want sleep apnea again.
0: So would you I say do. that was the biggest motivator behind this? You want a
1: healthier my health. life. And I want to okay. live. That's the, I want to live and not only yeah. live, but I want to live a quality life. Yeah. And... That's what motivates me today. In addition to dealing with a lot of things that was eating me. Okay. So dealing with a lot of things, absolutely. Dealing with a lot of rejection, dealing with a lot of anger, dealing with a lot of things, my inner turmoil and really managing those things now in a healthier way than I did back then, which was just eating, eating and shopping. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So what would you say was the biggest challenge for you that you had to overcome? What was the biggest one throughout this whole journey?
1: My inner voice. Okay. I think um, that's the thing that I had to really, really fight and overcome was my inner voice of feeling that I just can't. I just wasn't worthy of it. Mm. And I just didn't come from the right background to be successful. That was a fight. Wow, for me—that's
0: deep, Shalette.
1: Yeah, that is deep. Absolutely, because if fighting. you had
0: remind, if you hadn't remind yourself that I am worthy, I am enough, I can do this, and I can do this,
1: I can literally is, do this. Yeah, I can deep. do this, and really believing that. I deserve success yeah. because I think sometimes we go through this. Depending on the things that we've gone through, yeah. we don't feel that we deserve it. Deserve it, yeah. We have like yeah. this mindset of only this person deserves this. And only this, this group
0: person. of people, yeah.
1: But that, that has been come from that. The toughest, yeah. yes. That has been yeah. the toughest thing to get over that hump of. Yeah. I can do this. I am worthy of this. I do have the mental fortitude to get through this,
0: and I'm going to do it. I
1: have everything on the inside of me to do yeah. this. Yeah.
0: And you just put the work yes. with your faith, with your ambitions, and you just you're doing it. Yes. I love it. Step I by step. I love it. Step, step by step, one at a time. Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk about this. What you've been through, this chopped off your life, being a therapist, having to go through the surgery, having to deal with infertility. What are is Charlotte doing to help motivate and inspire other women who are struggling pretty much within what, what you have encountered? What are you doing for that?
1: So for those women, I usually share my story. Um, okay. I'm usually very authentic with women because women, we have high discernment and we can tell when someone is giving us mess, you know? And most of us women, we want high quality stuff. We want exclusivity, you know? We want that authentic story. And for me, that's important. Giving people the truth, giving them my truth and letting them see the ugly side as well as the pretty side, you know? Letting them know where I came from and how I got here and how I'm sustaining it. Because a lot of us get here and we can't sustain it. So now in my life, I talk to women about sustaining, getting to your healing, really talking deep about your healing, digging deep and really talking about those things that plague you at night that stop you from being able to sleep. Those things that stop you from being able to connect with people. I talk to women about those things because those secret things are the things that stop us from getting over the hump and really getting to where we want to get to. So really digging deep and talking to women about that. And really being honest with them. Honestly, Sham, just being honest. I
0: know. And that is what's so important because being authentic with the truth, authentic with what is happening, what had happened, what you've been through. And someone can really understand and feel like because you've been through it before and you understand what they are going
1: through. Yes. You know, Sham, the other thing, I think a lot of times we don't talk about, a lot of us women, we don't talk about is our... Anger and our inability to get over things that have happened to us, whether it's in relationship with romantic relationships, whether it's mom and dad, whether it's co-workers. But I think a lot of us, Sham, carry, I mean, really carry anger. And it it comes out in so many ways to the point where we can cut people off. We can cut anybody off and don't look back. And that's not normal, yeah. Sham. I mean, yeah. it's good to be able to let things go when it's time. Mm-hmm. But when you look back and you see a rash of cutoffs, yeah, sham, that pattern that's an alarming pattern. Yeah. And Something's why I say like that it. because I know I've been yeah. that person.
0: Totally understand and I agree with you because there are some people in our lives where we'd be like, you know what, I can't deal with that no more. And you think from as a from a therapist standpoint, it's because you're protecting yourself. You're protecting from what others can bring into your life. Maybe it's drama. Maybe it's um, you know just negativity. You think that's the reason why the majority of people would say
1: that's a really really good point because you know when you think about cut off, it's two different categories, right? So sometimes the people that we cut off, Sham, we it's definitely warranted.
0: Need to be a cut (laughs) off.
1: Some (laughs) people. They don't need a warning. Like, girl, I can be okay without you. (laughs) Then you have that category, right? Where they don't need to be cut off, but maybe we need to have a conversation about boundaries. Maybe we need to have a conversation about expectations. But Sham, the challenge that we have sometimes as women is being able to tolerate differences. And before we have that conversation about boundaries, or you expectations, like we'd rather...
0: <laughs> well, you know what? I am so happy that you said that because guess what? That brought up another topic <laughs> that we didn't even thought we were gonna talk about today. But well, let's okay. go ahead and talk about it. I have a custom of placing this into my life. And basically what it is, categorizing people in your life, placing everybody in the category that they need to be. However, someone does not need to be in this category because why? They're not deserving to be in this category. So yeah. therefore, I'm gonna leave them right here because that is where they are best at, yeah. right? right? So all of my friends doesn't need to be in this category. We can still remain friends. We can still remain relative because you know, they ain't going nowhere. Right. But I am gonna place you here because why should I put you here when my expectation is going to be this and you cannot give it to me because I'm just going to place you here.
1: Well, you know, so, Shem, I cat- think that is, it's healthy. I think it's very healthy mm-hmm. to do that. Not just from a for you
0: and the person.
1: Absolutely. Especially for you, because it allows you to be honest with yourself about this person can't give me this. My expectations for them is this is not realistic for this relationship, but I value this person. They do bring value. I bring value to them, but we're friends here. I think what we try to do sometimes is make all of our friends into like a jambalaya. Like everybody just- it doesn't work. And it doesn't work that way. You know, Shem, because some people you may meet here or there and they're good for business, but they're not your friends that you bring home and share intimate stuff about, but it doesn't mean they're bad.
0: Yes. Yes, I yeah. love that girl. We're gonna have to have a
1: whole different
0: conversation, yes. a whole different talk just on that Let's topic. We, there, there are some good pointers in there. I totally agree because again, but it makes it like clear you said, for
1: you. It makes it very yes. clear for you mentally. For them and your expectation for them is your expectation yes. for them, and vice versa. It, it's healthy. Yes. I think it's very healthy, and you maintain yes. relationships that way Relationship. versus yes. having. All this cut off. Yeah, I love that.
0: <laughs> I just love that. Yeah. Love that. Love that. So right. you are an expert in the family therapist. You know, yeah. relationship. um, You know, couple therapist. How can one find you? And do you also give the service virtually? If someone yes. wants to connect with you virtually, absolutely. How can so?
1: I do see clients in the office as well as virtually. So they can always find me at my website. It's my name, Uh My phone number is 407-230-4582. I'm on Facebook, Charlotte McCullough. I'm on Instagram, Charlotte underscore McCullough. So all my handles, they go together. So you'll be able to find me. You can also Google me and I'll come up there too. So you can get in contact with me that way
0: awesome and guys if you are just joining us you are talking to Shalette mcculler and let me tell you we talked about multiple stories here so if you have a chance go back play the video from the beginning we've yeah. talked about you know mental health we've also talked about the journey and the chapters in her life that she personally has encountered overcame and landed her to where she is today yeah. we've talked about her infertility we've talked about her weight loss journey listen this woman this woman right here she is what i call lwc a lady that has chapters where yeah. she accept she embraced and now you know what she's doing inspiring others inspiring you and so Shalette Before we leave, you know what I always like to do, drop some nuggets for my followers about any of those areas that you wanna talk, you know, what you have encountered, just drop some
1: nuggets for them. So the thing that I love to say to women, fashion in your mind, be okay (laughs) with changing your mindset, moving in purpose and not panic. Another thing, let's build bridges versus burning bridges. And there's so much that goes into that. But keep that in mind. Let's build bridges versus burning bridges. Let's move in purpose and not panic. And let's really take care of ourselves. No matter where we are in life, you are important and you matter. Reach out to her if you have any questions. Reach
0: out to her if you need a therapist. Reach out to her if you need just a consultation. She will definitely help you with whatever you need in your couple relationships. Also, she will be able to tell you about, like I said, her personal struggles and journey that she have encountered, that she have went through. Just do it, okay? Absolutely. Just thank you it. again for joining us. Shalette, thank you, thank you for being on. I so appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to be on with us today and dropping those awesome nuggets. And, girl, keep going, okay? Thank you thank you thank you thank you so much I'll talk with you soon. bye guys thank you all my followers if you have not had a chance go back and watch the video from the beginning she dropped some awesome stuff okay see you guys is it sharing their chapter stories if you have a story we would love to hear from you email us today follow us on Instagram and Facebook at lwchapters at yahoo.com or lwchapters instagram and facebook your story is yours no one knows your story like you do